Hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Enhancing the Human Experience, the podcast designed to help you get the most out of your business and your life. So if you've been paying attention, you may have noticed that my tagline has changed slightly. And I've recently added back in the word business. This was something that I originally started with on early episodes because when I was creating the idea and the content strategy for the show, business and entrepreneurship was a large component of it because I feel very strongly in those things being beneficial and being a a vital part of the human experience and really a core integral part of it in our ability to enhance our own lives and the lives of other people. So I recently reintroduced that after giving it some thought and looking at the future of where I want the show to go and what type of value that I want to bring to you, my listener. And I reintroduced it and we're going to keep going with it forward. With that in mind, I want to share with you 10 lessons that I learned about business from doing this my personal development business. In addition to that, my consulting business, which is a design business. That is what I call my day job. And working in the field that I've been working in for maybe, gosh, 15, 17 years-ish. And and I want to talk a little bit about that as we go in here. But I'm going to share these lessons with you. And obviously, the reason I'm sharing them is because hopefully people listening, younger people, whoever, will get we'll get to where they want to go faster because maybe something will resonate you maybe with you maybe something will trigger you and maybe you'll be able to learn something faster than i learned it or learn it in a better way so that you'll go farther faster be more effective in your own business whatever that may be so to give you a little background like i said about my business history just so you can get the perspective i'll start present day and we'll move backward so present day back to 2013. 2013 was when I started my passion business, what I call my uh, vacation business. Like Mark Twain said, if you make your vacation, your vocation, you never work a day in your life. So I took that advice in 2013 and started building a business around my passion of personal development and self-improvement, manifestation, and metaphysical studies. And I, I wrote put together a book of quotes during that year. And that was my first kind of introduction into the market, into this marketplace. Since then, I've written three other books, launched a podcast, excuse me, a blog and website and podcasts. And I have a number of other products that are in the works. All again, centered around that self-improvement, personal development kind of genre. So that is present day back to 20 to 2013. 2013 prior, my for maybe, let's see, three or four years, I ran and still do run a one-man show consulting business in the design and space planning industry, which is uh, working with office furniture, cubicles, desks, laying out any type of corporate or business space from large major corporations all the way down to small businesses, even home offices on occasion throughout my career working in that industry. I love that industry. And the reason I love it is because one, I love helping people get what they need and solve their problems. And I love the challenge of putting together the space, the systems, the products that 
will ultimately serve their needs. I love that aspect of it. And that's kind of an ongoing theme in my life is I love to figure out how things work and get in there and get to the nuts and bolts of it. And also take it to the next fruition, you know, even as a child, like building the stuff that I design or that I come up with in my brain and taking it all the way to the end. I love all aspects of that. So that's been my main career. The consulting part was really the last number of years. Before that, I worked at furniture dealerships and um, did that in a design capacity, working with salespeople, working with uh, office furniture installation. You know, it's a whole team effort to produce the end product for our customers. And I love that industry. And one day I I will devote an entire podcast to how I came to be in that industry, which is a very eye-opening story in and of itself and still one that I tell people all the time that is what I really call like a magic and a miracle story. But I'll share that with a future podcast down the road. But needless to say, I love the industry. I love the challenge. I love helping people and I love being involved in business in that way. That industry, being in that industry has afforded me the opportunity to see a number of different businesses, see how they operate, see how they run, talk with their, with people at all levels in the business, from CEOs to owners, managers, department heads, end users, even, you know, all the way down the spectrum, all points of the spectrum. And I love interacting with people at all points of that spectrum. So like I say, the business doing that has been uh, a blessing in my life. But in 2013, like most people, I had a moment where I projected out to 20 years down the road in my life and said, if I continue doing this, will I be happy in 20 years? Will I still find meaning and purpose in my life in 20 years? Or would I rather do something else? Maybe you want to call it a midlife crisis, whatever, whatever you want to name that. That's what happened in 2013. And I kind of put all of all of my interests and passions in the hopper and out came this ticket and on it was hey you know mark you've always loved personal development and self-improvement and the manifestation world why don't you build a business around that now mind you i i i really considered myself like a closet personal development junkie all those years nobody knew that i was reading all these books and looking into all these crazy ideologies and philosophies and Buddhism and Zen and Tao and Christianity and Kabbalah. Nobody really knew that about me, but it was my passion nonetheless. And a passion that started when I was in college studying architecture. And I would spend a lot of time in the personal development section, reading Leo Buscaglia, um, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, Dale Carnegie, all of the greats. And I really loved that, even though I was studying architecture and design at the time, which is another love of mine. But I think the thing about life is that as we go on, if we're, if we're wanting to get to the heart and the truth of life and the truth of understanding ourselves, the layers of the onion will peel away. And as they peel away, we'll have more clarity on what we really want out of life, why we think we're here, what our purpose is, what, our, what gives us our meaning in life. And what happens is that the, the majority of the time when we've conformed, those things start to fall away because as we know, nothing that is true 
and everlasting will ever fall away, right? Everything that's true will always endure, and anything that was not true or not your true self will will peel away. Eckhart Tolle talks about this at the time of death. Everything will be stripped from us that isn't our true nature and that isn't our true being. And I mean everything at that point in time. Our identity, our intellect, what we did for a living, where we lived, who we thought we were, all of our story will leave We'll leave it behind on this physical plane, and it'll just be here, right? So at that point in time, I had this moment of clarity, and I said, you know, you've always loved this personal development. Why don't you go do that? So I did. Started building that business. So that's a little bit of a background about me and business to give you perspective. Let's get into the 10 lessons that I've learned. They're in no particular order, random. Here's first lesson. Lesson number one is... I learned that business is as much of an inner game as it is an outer game. And what I mean by that is the mindset and the self-concept that we develop within ourselves is absolutely vital. Some say 90% to our effectiveness in business and in life. To develop our inner success in the game of business, we need to visualize, we need to do our our self-affirmations. We need to build a self-concept and a self-image that is supportive and in alignment with our ultimate goals that we want to achieve in business. This is the inner work. This is the, the work in our consciousness. Just as we need to go to the gym and exercise our physical body, we need to go to the gym in our mind and exercise our consciousness, develop ourselves and our self-image and our self-concept in a way that puts us in alignment with the success we want to have in business. Absolutely critical. This is a lesson that I knew about for a long time, but until I started to consistently apply it, not a whole heck of a lot of a change was happening in my business or in my feeling about my business. I was working really hard in in the physical world, doing all the things, trying to manage all of the social media, trying to manage the blogs, the, the podcasts, the this, the that, and getting a certain degree down the road. But what, we, what I realized was when you, when you build the consciousness and go to the place that you want to end up in your mind first, because the mind has to arrive at our destination well before we do, when you go to that place first, quantum leaps will happen. And where, where we operate by linear thinking in the material world, the conscious, you know, the mental world, the imagination doesn't operate by linear thinking. There's no one, two, three, four, five steps. There's quantum, there's quantum, there's a door that'll open up here, there's a passageway. It's like chutes and ladders for business in our consciousness. There's no li- non-linear thinking exists in consciousness, and so you won't know how far or how fast you're going to get there, all I can say is hold on. The ride will be exhilarating. And that's been my own personal experience. Once you start working on the inner game as well as the outer game. Now, the outer game of business, the strategies, the tactics, developing business plans, understanding marketing, those are, val- those are valuable. There's no question. However, that mental game is a game changer. Definitely learn some learn the outer game as well. It's it's both. You know, we're spiritual and physical beings, and if we spend too much time studying one 
are those aspects. We're missing out on the other half of us. And even Anthony Robbins says that business is a spiritual game. I'd go as far to say that everything, life is a spiritual game. I'm sure he would agree with that as well. I've, I've read other people say that in business or metaphysics, that life is a spiritual game. So it all starts there. I think I've kind of beat that dog <laughs> there. Learn the inner and the outer game of business and practice in both of those arenas. That's lesson number one. Lesson number two is marketing. When I first started, I was of the naive idea that I would write the book, which was a book of quotes, by the way. I didn't even make these quotes. I just curated and compiled them. Now, I took a long time and I searched all over the place, my own personal library, the internet, uh, everywhere I could to find 101 quotes that speak to the true nature of human beings. And I spent a lot of time and put a lot of effort into that. But I had the false assumption that if I wrote it, they will come, meaning the customers. That did not happen. (laughs) Because I failed to realize that if no one knows about it, how are they going to buy it? If you're not promoting what you're selling, how are they going to know about it? Marketing is absolutely critical. And the place that I am now versus the place that I was in 2013 is flip-flopped. Now I'm spending the majority of my time and energy and money on marketing, promotion, consultative selling, and advertising type endeavors. Whereas in 2013, I was 100% in, if I just create awesome content, everything's going to be fine. Don't buy into that. Don't make the mistake that I did. Learn marketing, learn advertising, learn selling. Selling is actually lesson number three here. And I realized that marketing is a component, or excuse me, that selling is a component of marketing, but I made it its own thing because I think it's, it's bigger than that. It's actually like the engine of your company. Now, I will admit, this is not my strong suit. I'm more of a creative type person. I do better making things and being on my own time. While I love working with people, selling is a different mindset. It's, it's like an always go mindset. It's an always on mindset. And I have a tendency in my own business and life to pull my consciousness back and go into that creative mode, go within and think, well, how can I do this? Or how can I do that? And, I, and I've got a lot of ideas in there. Like I, I, I really pull the ideas down and then make them into products. Whereas salespeople are like always in, always in on mode. You know, there's that famous saying, ABC, or excuse, yeah, ABC, always be closing, those kind of things. I'm training myself to shift into that mindset more and more because I'm learning these lessons. And one of the lessons is that selling is a vital component to running a business, specifically a consultative type selling approach where you're, where I really want to have you, my client's best interest at heart. And if there is some way I can help you, I'm going to do it. If there's not, I'm going to share with you what might help you or nothing at all. Because if I can't help you, I'm not going to sell you something that is going to be just pointless for you to have, or at the worst case, detrimental. So selling is number three, obviously closely tied with marketing. Regarding marketing, college just started, I'm sure in your area as well. And I see these kids walking to college. And for the last number of years, as I dive into these 
business lessons and learn more about what it takes to create a successful business, be it any type of business, online, in person, delivery, shipping, service, product, whatever, and I learn how valuable marketing is, I wish that colleges and schools, even grade schools up through high school, I wish there was a core curriculum, much like there is English or liberal arts, that was marketing. Because knowing how vital that is and how important that is makes me think, what in the world are these schools you know, I, I don't blame the schools, but I wish they had that in the core curriculum because kids, if you're listening, you're going to need the marketing. You're going to need the business knowledge. It's absolutely important. And I, I would even recommend whatever you're studying in college, get a marketing minimum, get a marketing associate's degree or a certification or take marketing classes or study it on your own. Regardless of what you do, I don't care what you do. At some point in time, there's probably going to come a point when you're going to say, you know what, I want to start my own business, be it on the side, be it your full-time gig, and you're going to need that marketing component in order to make it successful. And the earlier you get started, just like anything in life, the earlier we start learning the things we're going to need, the better we're going to be at it. The more, you, the faster you're going to get to that 10,000 hours of mastery. Obviously, you don't need that to be successful, but it certainly doesn't help. Learn marketing if you can. Find a way to, to enjoy it and love it because whatever you do, you're going to need that component. Even if it's to understand the the situation that your employer is in and how just how difficult it is to run a profitable business long-term in the changing times that we live in where things are changing so fast. Business owners that had the right formula three, four, five, six, ten 10 years ago don't have that right formula anymore. The formula is always in play. The variables are always being moved around. And so no one has that set formula for long term. It's always changing. So learn marketing and selling. So that gets us to three. Lesson number four is think about how you're making your customers and your clients feel. Really everyone feel. In business, we, we want to do business with people that we like. We, we want to have relationships with these people. And since our emotional body is huge as human beings, and the primary like dominant force for us moving through the world, relationships and building those relationships and making people feel good, making them feel important, making them feel valued and really caring. Caring is a down the list here. We'll get to that in a moment, but really making them feel good. You can't really say it any better than that. Think about how you're making people feel because we're emotional creatures. Okay, that's four. Number five is... Choose something you love to do. Choose something that gives your life meaning. The sticking point here is that oftentimes what gives your what gave your life meaning at 20 is different than what's going to give your life meaning at 40 or 60 or beyond. That's just the name of the game. Goes back to the peeling away of the layers of awareness to get to the core identity of who we are. So the the more you know yourself, which is down the list here too. <laughs> The more, you, the more you know yourself at a deep level, the better you can choose what you do so that you can find your passion and, and do what you love. And I'll tell you the reason why you want to do what you love. Because this is controversial. Some business experts, 
and consultants out there will tell you, don't do what you love, do what the market wants. I disagree because let me tell you something. You're going to have, for your business to be successful, whatever you're doing, I don't care what you're doing, you're going to have to work evenings, weekends, when you don't want to, when you do want to, when it's raining, when it's sunny, when your friends are doing something else, when you want to do something else, it's going to suck sometime. If you're not getting meaning and value and entertainment and joy out of what you're doing, you're going to quit. And then you're going to be back in the same boat starting over again. There's no perfect magical formula. There's no perfect magical business. There's nothing perfect. It's going to suck at sometimes. And the only life preserver you're going to have when it sucks is the fact that you love what you're doing. So in my opinion, do not listen to people that tell you don't follow your passion and don't do what you love. And I will say the thing that's going to save you there is the marketing. Look around. If you market something well, you can sell anything you want on the planet. Never forget that. Do what you love and find a way to market it because if they can market sugar water, cigarettes, and choose the number of thing, any number of thing you want that isn't good for us, that actually is harmful to our health and be successful at it, then you can market whatever you want in your business. Whatever You can market your passion, your joy, your meaning. That's all I'm going to say about that. Choose something you love. All right. Number six, care more. This is another differentiating factor that will set you apart in your business endeavors. Let's face it. There are infinite number of accountants. There are boatloads of dentists. There are boatloads of graphic designers. There are auto mechanics. You're in stiff competition no matter what shit, what sea you choose to sail your ship in. Just the name of the game. That's why you're doing what you love and that's why you care more. That's going to differentiate you. All of these things will differentiate you in the marketplace and that's what needs to happen for you to be successful. So care more about your client's success, well-being, and happiness than your customer and it's going to set you apart. That's number six. We already talked about selling. So we're going seven here. Be, let me think how to say this in the right way. Never forget that regardless of what you're doing, you are first and foremost in the entertainment business and secondly in the business of your choosing, whether it's bookkeeping, whether it's uh, landscaping, um, even if it's entertainment, you're first and foremost in entertainment. Paramahansa Yogananda, one of my favorite yogis, said this, we are here to entertain and be entertained. If you can't bring a level of entertainment to your business, then you're not going to be able to capture the hearts and minds of people. This is another area that I try to focus on a lot and I have not mastered yet, but it's one of the core areas that I know is vital to success because I've seen other people talk about it. I've seen it be successful to other people. Entertain people first and foremost, and then do your, do your value, give your value proposition to them, you know, then be valuable and helpful. But if you don't mix entertainment into this magical recipe you've got, it's not, you're not going to have as effective business as you could. So be entertaining. All right. Number Let's see, eight, nine, 10. All right, number eight here is know thyself. This is huge. This could be considered foundational as in lesson number one. Know thyself 
is vital. When you know yourself, you're going to know what business is right for you. Just like I chose personal development as my business because I know myself. I know what I like. I know that when I have free time, I'm going to go read a book on the mind or manifestation or uh, whatever else in that genre. I know that I will do that stuff for free, that type of learning and studying and creating products there. So I know that it's going to carry me through those rough times. Only comes from knowing yourself. Incidentally, knowing yourself is also important to knowing who you want to date or be in a relationship with or what type of business you want to go work for or where you want to live or the foods you need to eat or the clothes you want to wear. Knowing yourself really could be foundational even before learning the inner and outer game of of money if these were ranked, which they're not. Know yourself so you can choose wisely in every area of of your life, including your business. Number nine, one of my favorites. When you're choosing a business, choose in this way. Have this idea in mind. And this is what Gandhi gave us. Be the change you want to see in the world. Let's take it, let's take it in a few levels here. Also, do the things you want to see done in this world. Create the products and services you want to buy. Create the products and services you wanted to buy. My book, The Magic of Being, was written because that's the book I wanted as a child. Now, I didn't have a bad childhood and my parents gave me everything I needed. But if I could wave a wand and have that book as a child, I would want it as a child. Because in the years since I was a kid to now, I've learned some things. And some of the things are, hey, self-image is vital. Self-concept is vital. Making that conscious connection now only came after a number of years. So I wrote that book and if I could send it back in time to the me when I was a kid, I would. I can't do that. But I can still send it out into the universe to children and people out there who would want that. Like I say, do the things and make the things and create the things that you want or that you wanted. Whatever you see the world needs, do that. That's how all change starts in the world. It all begins with us. One person doing something that they think is beneficial or know is beneficial and sending it off into the world and it all goes into the big pot and we all better our experiences. Contribute in the way that that you want to. You're valid and your knowledge is valuable and you are a human being just as much as anyone else. You have a right to contribute to the evolution of human beings. That's number nine. Number 10 is cultivate creativity in everything you do. Creativity is going to be another magic elixir to the success of your business because lots of people are doing the same thing in the same way over and over again, and they're getting all the same results. One of the variables that's going to set you off and your business off, your product or service, is how creative you can be. Now, here's the thing. There's no limit to creativity. Sometimes people get the mindset, a very limited, closed mindset, and they say things like, well, what's the point? All of the great ideas or products or services have already been invented and developed. I don't even want to try. I'm not even going to try. Baloney. There is no limit to the products and services that can be pulled out of the ether, as Thomas Edison said, and brought into the marketplace. They all come through human beings, and if you don't do it, someone else is going to do it. 
So that creativity is so important in any type of business. Cultivate the creativity and build a business around something you love. Now, to that point, I'm going to share with you the quote of the week, and it is from one of my favorite individuals, a person that I've learned so much from via their books and speeches, online stuff, and that is Buckminster Fuller. And of course, I was originally drawn to Buckminster Fuller because he's an architect and a designer, an engineer type character. Back in the day when you could be all those types of things and society didn't label you and try to put you in one one compartment or pigeonhole you, right? He was like a renaissance man. Um, to that point, if you haven't checked out his Dymaxian house or Dymaxian car, go look at that stuff. And I think those were made in the, well, I mean, I might be wrong on my dates or I want to say 20s or 30s in that range, but incredible individual. And he said this, and this is a quote that I think about all the time. Ideas plus energy equals wealth. Ideas plus energy equals wealth. That's all you really need to know about succeeding in business and bringing products and services into the workplace. I think about that quote often. Buckminster Fuller, that's the quote of the week. I hope that's been helpful, me sharing some of the lessons that I've learned in my business experience. And hopefully you'll get to where you want to go faster and quicker than I did. Until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.